hello there. Thank you for joining us again on The Basic and The Brain. For those of you who may have missed us the last few weeks, we're Alina and Maddie, aka The Basic and The Brain, and we're here to bring Botox and Bravo to the fucking table for your next dinner party. Yeah, I mean, think of it as us bringing basic bitch topics into the intellectual sphere. So grab yourself a glass of wine, or White Claw, or whatever hard seltzer, alcoholic drink of preference, (laughs) and join us for this week's episode. Ding dong, the bitch is back. The bitch is back. Well, you're not really back. Let's let's not excite our listeners. That's a little bit of a fallacy, Um, although... Hopefully you will be back very soon because yes. I think people are very tired of listening to me talk to, uh, you know, no, that, no, 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 sorry. That, that came out wrong. I think our guests were awesome. Um, yes. However, I, I think everyone will be happy to have the brain back because. Oh, stop. You know, I will say I have a bone to, to pick with Adam Gaines. Um, oh, he cannot be trying to steal my talent. That is not allowed. <laughs> Mr. Adam Gaines, I have a few choice words for you, sir. I think that that's a showdown request. Is this a challenge? Mm-hmm. Should we bring him back on and then we do like a trivia or something? We'll do like a brain off. Oh, I'm here for it. I like I'm it. Here for I it. like it. So um, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll speak no. to his agent. I'll speak to your agent. <laughs> we'll get this going. <laughs> I'll be honest, though, I loved like getting to listen in on um, the content that was created over the past two weeks. I was like, go, girl, go. Yes. Meanwhile, I'm over here you know. like dealing with like bureaucracy and bullshit. And I'm like, I wish I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't worry. We're over here dealing with bureaucracy and bullshit, too. <laughs> Just in different forms. Not quite in the <laughs> financial services realm. Um, <laughs> wait, so I'm so excited to see your face. I know it's been forever. I miss seeing your face too. Uh, I know I've been having like withdrawals. I'm like texting you and you're not texting me right back. And then I'm getting angry and then I'm like, Oh wait, she's sleeping. Um, I mean also been like with family. It, people are wild out here. Like legit, even last night, like this is like the norm. Like I'm with family and the youngest is four years old and we were out to like 3am. Like that's just typical. Are you like clubbing? We're going out like Egypt is. I know that they say New York is the city that never sleeps, but really Cairo is the city that never sleeps. Like restaurants but, are open, cafes are open. Uh, like you know, we're going to like literally. It's what eleven fifty p.m. right now for us here. And after we record, God. I'm literally going to Sidna Husseini, which is Khan Khalili, which is like a really popular. Um, a spot in Cairo where you can like buy trinkets, but also like sit down and have coffee and, you know, be with family and like laugh all night and stuff. Um, and we're probably going to go strong for like another couple hours after this. So, and then oh my, I mean, is that why you're drinking? Are you drinking coffee or tea? Tea. Are you drinking coffee drinking or tea? Egyptian tea. Okay. Egyptian That's good. Tea. I love it those is, mugs. Oh, I know. Very typical of, of Egyptian like styled tea mugs. But um, yeah, this is. Like, I will say Egyptian tea is very, very different than American tea. Like, a lot of times I found mm-hmm. myself actually bringing Egyptian tea with me because it just, it's better and more caffeine, so. Oh, just what you need at 11.50 p.m. I'm, like, on to my seventh dream at 11.50 p.m., so I'm very <laughs> impressed. 
And that actually makes sense because I didn't realize you were nine hours ahead, but every time I texted you, like, you know, you were, you were responding at hours that I was like, oh, shouldn't she be sleeping? And I was really confused about where you were in the world, but you know, tiny blue oh, dot, yeah. what do I know? But it makes sense. Well, also, now. like my jet lag is like, I'm not jet lag, but my sleep schedule is like completely off because I'm trying to like accommodate everyone else's weird ass sleep schedules. And it doesn't okay. help too that like during Eid, like Egypt is pretty much like everyone is off for like 10 days, like partying and raging. Um, and then during not Ramadan resting too, and relaxing. No. And during Ramadan <laughs> too, like the whole country pretty much shuts down during the day and then mm. is like up and about at night. Cause that's when like you can actually eat and have fun and be with friends and family and stuff like that. So um, oh, that makes vibes. sense. Yeah, I feel like so, we need like a week long shutdown in the states because they do this everywhere else, right? They do it in Asia for yeah. Chinese or Lunar New Year. I feel like they do it. They probably do that for like I don't know if they literally do it, but Carnival. You know what I mean? Like we we don't have mm-hmm. anything here. What the fuck? I'm pissed. Well, I'm writing to someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to say like who would you write to? But um, dear Mr. President, make this a thing. Well, I guess like in the U.S. <laughs> like things slow down during Christmas, like that week, but we're not technically off for the whole week, but there's a slowdown and people technically, I guess, take time off during that period. But yeah, it isn't like a, like a national holiday kind of thing. Yeah, no, exactly. I feel like, yes, to your point, like no one, no one is doing shit. I, I personally don't take off during the, (laughs) during the Christmas season because I'm like, you're not doing anything anyway. You're just kind of there like on call, quote unquote, um, so I'm giving away all my secrets, but, um, yeah, I, I personally would rather like take off when shit's hitting the fan. <laughs> so I'm like, peace, oh, yeah. <laughs> peace. I'm going to be doing something else, not sending emails while you all are dealing with craziness and I'm going to just chill and have my little margarita hang- or like a little Manhattan, wine. whatever it is, or wine. I'm onto Negronis now. <laughs> oh, no, I'm on to I'm on to Negronis now. It's my new thing. I think I'm really, really sophisticated. Um, actually, I went to the liquor store to buy myself supplies to make Negronis. And mm-hmm. shout out to Hope and Michael. By the way, they're our new neighbors. They're lovely. And they got me into Negronis. And I found out, I don't know if you knew this, vermouth has a shelf life. If you get like the Rossi, like the, the cheap shit, right, that I would imagine most people mm-hmm. get when they're buying vermouth, um, the one... Yeah, the the one everyone probably gets, unless you're fancy, that has a shelf life of seven days, and a really good vermouth has a shelf life of thirty days. And I'm so glad I asked the guy. I was like, "What makes like what makes vermouth vermouth, or like what makes it sweeter, what makes it dry, or whatever?" Um, and he basically said, "Well, it's basically wine." And I'm so glad I asked this question because I was not planning on getting vermouth, even though it's literally yeah. a third of the ingredients because I was going to use vermouth that I, I had from Christmas 2020. So fun fact. And I've learned no one knows that by the way. Yeah. I so. mean, I didn't know that. Um, I think it'd be really See? cool to do like a bartending class where we get to like learn these things. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like, you know, as fancy as we like to pretend to be, like, it'd be actually interesting to understand, I think, some of the science of these things. And as you said, the shelf life of these things. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
he was like, Seven you're going to, he, go, he goes, you would get so sick if you drank that. And I was like, so you're telling me I should keep it in case I need to fit into a dress one day and then I should drink it. And he was horrified. And I was like, cool, got it. Awesome. Um, although another fun fact, my, a couple of my good friends in college did take a bartending class and I do know another thing about cocktail mm. making is that you're supposed to pour the liquid over ice. So don't like pour the liquid and then put the ice in because as it yeah, like yeah. goes through the ice, it gets cold. Yeah. Which I know mm-hmm. it, it sounds like it's like logical and I'm like, oh, okay. But I feel like most people don't realize that. And sometimes like you put ice in after. That's true. That is actually See? true. So yeah, there's See? like so much like bartending etiquette that I guess we're just not as familiar with. I yeah. think I have like our next like fun adventure that we're going to do. <laughs> it's, I have it planned. We're going to... Okay, done. Next time we'll do you like come a live down, and we episode. We'll like film oh it God. all. It'll be such a hot mess, but I'm here for it. We'll get to hear all the. Crazy <laughs> I would just shit be like drunk. Says. Oh yes, very much so. <laughs> I'd be wasted the in the background. Yes, the goal is that we both would be. <laughs> yes, mm. um, I'm excited note, to see your face. But on that note, yeah, should we get started on our basic bench quickies? I think we should. It's been a while too. I know. I'm like, oh, do I say it? Do you say it? I think you should say it. Okay. This, I mean, what for those of our listeners who, you know, are joining us for new listeners, old listeners, um, basically cookies is where we pick sort of top headlines of the week and give you sort of our top of mind thoughts. Um, because we are on a bit of a time crunch today. Um, do we want to time these? What are you thinking? All right. How long do we want to give ourselves? Well, I feel like Kardashian family update, like maybe we do three minutes for the whole thing or per, per, I said three minutes a piece per. So, okay. I was like, okay. All right. Yep. Perfect. I was thinking 10 minutes for all. So, okay, cool. Um, so first article of the day, Kim Kardashian reveals Kanye West claimed her career was over amid their divorce. He compared my style to Marge Simpson. And go. I saw, I mean, I've seen it. It's been all over the, you know, TMZ, Us Weekly, BuzzFeed. It's it's one of the like latest stories. Cause I feel like it has been a really slow news cycle for the record. Not that much has happened in, in the world of celebrity. Um, you're welcome, Adam. I know it's not Hollywood. It's different. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I think like the control that he is still trying to exert over her. So um, basically Kanye West saw what she wore to, I believe it was the Wall Street Journal like Innovator Awards for 2021, if I recall correctly. Kim styled mm-hmm. herself. She was wearing, like, quite frankly, if you ask me, the same shit she's been wearing for the last year and a half. It was one of those like latex. latex. Um, it was brown, midi dress. I didn't love the the boots. They were stink skin. But anyway, um, she wore that to accept the award. And then he apparently called her and was like, your career is done. You look like Marge Simpson in that outfit. I can't believe like you can never, you can't style yourself. You have the worst style, blah, 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 blah. Like what the fuck is your problem? So the interesting thing is, is in the article, Kim talks about how Kanye's love language has always been to like design for her and like help dress her. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we've talked about how he definitely exhibits narcissistic traits And I think for him to see her successfully be able to dress herself and all of a sudden kind of develop her own style, for him, he's like, fuck this. Like, I'm going to tear you down because I can't 
handle you becoming independent and becoming your own person and developing your own style because then it's like a literal separation of them like there was at least this like level of codependency between them where she like you know like it was their thing where she asked for his opinion and he helped style her and now that's no longer the case and I think that that's probably like rubs him in such a wrong way and inflames him in such a way that you know he just had to be vocal about it and I think it's just him coming from a place of hurt um and it's not real because I mean let's be real like Kim is a fashion killer, as we all know. So mm-hmm. no truth. Yeah, to I, it, it's obviously like small dick syndrome, right? Like him, it's literally him, Napoleonic, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> like he feels bad for himself and he has to like yeah. rip her down. And I don't know. Like I said, it's literally the same fucking outfit she's been wearing for the last however many years since he decided gloves, dress it, dresses with gloves and latex we're in. So it's very clearly, again, him feeling butthurt about her like being okay without him. And I think it's pathetic. On that note, what do you think about her? Did you see that clip? And and I don't know if it kind of, you know, you've been, how active you've been on, on the socials. Um, but there's a clip and people are kind of giving her a little bit of backlash because she's kind of doing the same thing to Pete Davidson. She's like, take the hat off. And he's like, oh, I've my seen hat? That, she's yeah. like, so what are your thoughts? Like, is she exhibiting some of the same you know, I mean, when behaviors you've been with someone for so long, like in the case of like Kanye and Kim, like, of course there are going to be some like traits that you exhibit that are similar to your partner. Like I'm pretty sure who I was before I met Pierre and married him is very different to who I am now. Like there's certain traits and behaviors that I've like caught by proxy of being around him. So I guess I'm not surprised by it. And to be honest, I probably would have said <laughs> the same thing to Pierre if he was in front of me, like take that fucking hat off. Like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> yeah, but I feel like his entire look has changed so dramatically. And I almost feel mm. like that was Pete Davidson's thing, right? Like, Looking I get like it. That double hat thing looked, it looked awful. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like his whole thing was like, I don't give a fuck. And good yeah. for her or good for him. I hope he's happy with like this newfound sense of fashion or whatever. But like, I don't know. I just think it's kind of sad that she got out from whatever, like oppressiveness she was experiencing, but it's, and I'm not saying she's being oppressive. I'm not saying he's fighting it, but she didn't fight it. Right. And it's just like, I don't know. I, I, it doesn't sit well with me necessarily, but I'm also like, he's a grown ass man. Um, I was going to say, what, what traits do you think you picked up from Pierre? Is it using alcohol wipes, not Clorox wipes, Clorox wipes? Yeah, I mean, definitely probably on the OCD (laughs) cleanliness thing. Like, let's be real. Um, I wouldn't say that I was, like, messy before, but I definitely, like, have organized chaos. And I think being with him, like, definitely the, as you say, using alcohol wipes instead of Clorox wipes because Clorox wipes leave um, streaks. (laughs) Things that you would never think of. (laughs) Yeah. My my qualities that I've I've had to, I've had to learn to live with, we'll say, are, um, it's the opposite, right? I didn't become lower. I didn't become less OCD or Mark didn't become more OCD. I just had to working through this and in therapy, I had to learn that like, it's, it's okay. If a coffee mug isn't with the rest of the coffee mugs, it's not, it's never okay. I have to just understand that like the world's not going to end, but it's not going to end. Anyway. It's going to be fine. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, I'm like clenching uh, my fist as we speak. Um, okay. We're way over our three minute allocation. So okay. next what's one. the next one? Oh, Hit me. Courtney Kardashian reveals she accidentally broke her engagement ring from fiance Travis Barker. 
Okay. And go. So I read the article um, mm-hmm. and I mean, the clickbait, Jesus, they know me so well. It was like Kourtney <laughs> Kardashian cries about calling Travis saying she did the worst thing she could have possibly done. I was like, oh, did she cheat? What happened? Um, and then I read it and it was like, oh, that like right after he proposed, she was in her closet because, you know, just sitting on the floor folding sweaters, specifically sweaters. And she took her ring off. Why you would do that? I don't know. I'm still unclear there. And she stepped on the ring and broke it. And then she apparently called him hysterical, crying, oh my God, I did the worst thing ever. And like, how do you step on a ring and break it? I guess like, I just don't understand like what was the material of this ring that would like cause you to break it by stepping on it? Well, if she like maybe like stepped on, no, I I can see it, right? Like she's, she's a human. She's an adult human. I imagine like a hundred plus pounds on like, if the ring is on its side. Oh yeah. If the ring was on its side, but I'm just thinking if you're putting a ring down, like you would be putting it you know, down versus on its no, you, side. Like, like, did she, I, don't I guess know. I, I, like, no I want to see what the, the, what the ring actually looks like. Um, you I haven't seen the ring. It's know, beautiful. Well, I've seen the ring, but I want to see what the damage was, like how she broke it. I oh. haven't seen that. Um, I, you know me, I don't really have attachment to material things. I'm more <laughs> of an experiences type of person. Like my bouginess is in experiences. We know this. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it's like I, you know, there have been countless times, actually twice already, where like the smaller diamonds on my wedding ring have, you know, fallen off or my engagement ring, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and I'll go to Pierre and be like, I fucked up. <laughs> A diamond fell off. And he's the one who goes and handles it because like he cares about those things. Not so much me. Um, yeah. So I guess it's just like it's very reminiscent of um, almost like the Earring. earrings thing with Kim where I'm like, okay, guys, it's literally not the worst thing in the world. You have the money to fix this. Like, get over yeah. yourselves. Yeah, no. So when I read it and I like saw what happened, I was just like, God, like, I just need, I want to see a little bit of growth, right? Like, I, it yeah. annoys me so much because on the one hand, I feel like the Kardashian family, like that empire, they are they are incredible at what they do in regards to like, making shit out of nothing, right? Like they make something happen out of nothing. Um, And I think that's amazing. But at the same time, I'm like, Jesus, like you could be so much more likable. And I actually think that they would have even more power over people if they could just like get the fuck over themselves and things. Don't get me wrong. It was a million dollar ring, right? Like, but also like take a second to think about that. Yeah, yeah. It's like ex- also considering ex- the economic situation right now in the world, like that yeah. is really not something people like yeah. give a shit about. <laughs> Yeah, like, exactly. It's like, okay, I think you're fine. Good good to know. The ring is safe. Yeah. Everything is good. You know, yeah. children are starving in Ukraine and the rest of the world, but your ring is fine. Um, yeah. This was very much reminiscent of Kim circa, what was it, 20? Oh, when was it actually? Was it 20? Was it 2010 when she was um, with Chris Humphreys? I feel like it was, yeah, it had to be right. Something yeah. like that. Oh my God, that was Something that long like that. ago. I know it's not mild. Wow. So old, you guys. <laughs> God, okay. Um, it's time okay, to go next- put some eye cream on. <laughs> All right, let's next- go. Hit me. Next one is pretty big. I really chuckled out loud. Um, and I can't wait to hear your pers- your perspective on this. Tristan Thompson sent Chris Jenner a bouquet of flowers for Mother's Day months after his paternity scandal and split from court- Chloe-, Ugh, Chloe Kardashian. I I mean I, I 
<laughs> I feel like they're all gluttons for punishment. So I haven't watched the episode. I, I like I start watching it and I really like the first episode and then like I just get annoyed and then I have turned it off with the Kardashians in general. So I haven't watched the episode yet um, where apparently, or maybe they haven't released it. I don't know, but apparently they, they have. They haven't released the episode yet. They've been like, okay. showcasing it on the trailer. Um, okay. And the reason why we found out about these flowers is because Chris Jenner literally posted a story posted. about it on Mother's Day and tagged him. Now, and, said, and said, love you. I I understand that, you know, this is the father of one of your grandchildren, but the amount of pain, scandal, embarrassment, like that this guy has inflicted on your daughter, mm-hmm. I just, I guess I just wouldn't, I guess I'm just not, like not as good of a person as her maybe. I don't know. I <laughs> This this is too much for me. Like my level of pettiness, I would have burned the shit out of it and then like done a story and tagged him. Be like, fuck your happy Mother's Day. <laughs> well, okay. So to to go back to the whole point, I guess, of the article, not necessarily about it it being on camera when she finds out about the, the paternity scandal. Um, I, I I agree with you because I'm a you know, I'm a petty bitch, right? It takes a lot less than you cheating on me and having multiple babies while you're with me and what, and I'm pregnant and in labor and shit. Um, yeah. It takes a lot less than that for me to want to fuck your day up. Um, yeah. However, I feel like, I feel like Chloe and in general, they've all had, they, I feel like they have some kind of um, like Stockholm syndrome complex in this family, right? Like, like Kim still quote unquote being friendly, if you will, with Kanye, maybe not anymore, but you know, for a while after they, they, um, they divorced, they were Courtney, you know, still being able to, to have Scott in her life very much, you know, on, on a day-to-day yeah. basis, the family's still accepting him. Um, you know, Chloe be the whole Lamar thing. She was like by his side after everything, uh, where I think he was in a, an accident or he, something at the strip club. I don't remember. I think it was like you an know, overdose like, so, and he was like in yes. a coma, I think. Um, and she nursed him back to health. Yeah, exactly. And they, they hadn't been together for a long time. And like, so I just feel like this is kind of, this is kind of standard for that. I mean, even Kylie, sorry, didn't Kylie and Travis Scott break up? And then yeah. like they like never officially got back together and then had another baby together. And we're like, okay, so I guess you guys are really back together. Like, I, I, I feel like this is just kind of what they do. And so I don't think it's Chris's fault, quite frankly. Like if Chloe, I, I would imagine that if Chloe really had a problem with Chris having, or anyone having Tristan in their life, mm-hmm. it wouldn't, it would, it would be a thing. And, yeah. I, and I'm inclined to think that like Chloe is okay with it. I feel like she probably wants her daughter to have her father more than, you know, she cares about her yeah. pride. I mean, I guess I just, oh, I forgot I to set the alarm. <laughs> oh, it's totally By fine. I think the last note I'm going to make on this is that I think maybe part of the reason why she did it too. Oh, you did put an alarm. I did. Probably okay. Part Look at of me. The I'm good at my job. <laughs> part of the reason why Chris probably did this too is because she knows that it's an upcoming episode. Like, let's oh be my right. God. Conspiracy, Conspiracy man. theory. I'm just like not that deep of a person. I just, I feel like I really, I would. Like never put me in a strategy role because I I don't have the ability to like think in so many directions at one time. Girl, could you imagine <laughs> me as like a producer on some reality TV show? I would. Oh my god, I would pay. <laughs> I would pay. I think you should seriously like talk to um uh our friend Jill and just be like, Jill. yo, let's do this. Let's produce some <laughs> shit together. And you guys could really, I think, create some some shit. Um. 
be but yeah, I don't know. I, I be like crazy. I'd be here for it. Yes. I look, I, I still think at the end of the day, like, I think if Chloe really had a problem with that, mm-hmm. I don't think that Chris would continue the behavior is all I'm going to say. Makes so okay. let them live their lives, guys. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. Next one. What else? Um, so this is an interesting one. Um, I, I don't know if you were a big Lizzie McGuire fan growing up or not, but, um, don't tell Hillary. anyone I was, <laughs> uh, too late now it's on a podcast, <laughs> <laughs> but Hillary Duff just recently, uh, did a nude magazine cover shoot. And apparently this shoot is being compared with Britney Spears naked Instagram photos after people pointed out the astounding difference in reaction. Okay. Oh, sorry. My job. Oh, shit. Every Your time job. I like Hello? do good, Hello? I just... Okay. All right. We're on. We're on the clock. Um, first of all, I think Hillary Duff looked fan-fucking-tastic. Oh, my God. I was so like, jealous. I was like, you bitch. <laughs> I Remember when she got her teeth done and everyone was like, what did you do? Like, you're over, your career is over, a la, you yeah. know, Kanye. And I just got to say, whatever she's been doing, she has aged so well. She looks great. Um, her fashion like is amazing. Kids? I'm obsessed with her house. Hmm? She has two kids or one? I can't remember. She's three. <gasps> I know, right? It makes me feel like oh shit. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think she looks great. Um, in regards to the whole like Britney thing, like first of all, no, I don't think that it's uncommon for celebrities to pose nude. That's not new. Mm-hmm. It's not. Um, I think that like people need, it's not apples to apples. This is very much an apples to oranges and bananas situation. Like, first of all, posing nude like Hillary Duff did, I feel like that was art. Posing nude for Playboy, very different situation. Art, if you will, but different, different like motivation, right? Or different agenda. But I think Mm -hmm. Britney, like, I'm sorry, what the fuck is she doing? And it's on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I I don't think it's the same. I don't think you can compare it. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you about the apples to oranges thing. Um, I think it's interesting that Brittany is yeah, I mean, I just I don't know. I don't know. I think that the part of the magazine was kind of like talking about her journey, really. And you know, she's like she had an eating disorder, she, mm-hmm. she had three kids. It's sort of like a layered narrative. Um, to that magazine article and that shoot. Um, so I think it's just like a very different thing from like what Brittany is doing versus other celebrities. Um, so yeah, I, I find it interesting that people are, you know, to your point, like trying to compare these two things that are completely separate. It's just been a slow news cycle. No one has anything else to do with their life, to be honest with you. I think that's what it is. Cause it's, it's just, it's not, it's not the same. Like Brittany posing awkwardly and posting 17 pictures from her camera roll and pu- putting a little fucking flower over her vagina. It's not the same as having like, you know, uh, it's a shoot. It's styled. There's intention. There's a reason. There's a story. Yeah. Like Brittany, I was gonna you're say empowered. The intent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Brittany, like, girl, you want to post that? That's fine. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean it's like, oh, it's not going to be viewed as artistic or yeah. anything like that. So I don't know. I, I, I mean, think people I think, need to I think at the end of the day, both you and I can agree that Hillary 
Duff looks fucking bomb, and I want to know what her fitness routine is so I can be looking svelte like that. Thank you very much. Wait, hold on. <laughs> she literally tagged her um, uh, her trainer in the post, oh, wait, and I, really? I followed him immediately after. Yeah, I think so he's like I a normal like person. can look at his like, workouts um, yeah. while I'm sitting on the couch snacking and watching reality TV at the same time. <laughs> I know, and be like, oh, I could do that. Uh, do that. No, I definitely can't. <laughs> But I'm actually curious. I, I went to his website because I was like, damn, if I could look like that, I could I can find the funds. I'll start an OnlyFans if I have to. Um, <laughs> but he doesn't have anything about pricing. But she lives in Sherman Oaks. So I'm like, he oh, must hello. be local. So girl. I like that. You just okay, wait. I'm going to. You just wait. OnlyFans, here I come. <laughs> Love it. Okay. What's um, next? Okay. Next article, um, so I'm sure everyone saw over this past week, Dave Chappelle essentially got attacked at a comedy show. Um, I think it was uh, Netflix is a joke. Um, and so yes. an article just came out saying that the same security company for Dave Chappelle's show also oversaw the deadly Astral World Festival. And go. <laughs> I mean, like, I get it. People are busy. I understand, like, event production is wild, but, like... You have one fucking job. One fucking (laughs) job. I'm sorry. (laughs) One job. How do you... One job. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm just like, who... Who is the motherfucker that keeps getting kickbacks from this company to book them? Because I, I was reading that apparently this, I forget the name of the company, um, but they did Coachella. They're doing Electric Daisy. They they have a contract for the next Super Bowl. Like, yep. who is not reviewing contracts? <laughs> who is not looking into like the success metrics of this security company before they book them for some of the biggest events? Wild. Yeah. I mean, so apparently a security staffer told, so once again, this is from your favorite news outlet, BuzzFeed. Um, (laughs) BuzzFeed News. Yay. Thanks guys. Um, Apparently, according to a security staffer that was there at the Hollywood Bowl during the show, he said that the guards barely checked bags and were instructed to get people quickly into the venue so that they wouldn't miss the performance. So clearly, already what's happening uh, here from the get-go is just like, we're just trying to get people in. We don't really care about security, which is like, well, then why are you hiring a security company to begin with? Like, the guy was I mean, armed. I, yeah. What, like, what Did it end up being a gun and a knife or it was like a fake gun with a knife? knife? I think it was just an... Oh, I didn't hear about the fake gun if that were the case. Oh, I, I heard that it was like a gun with a knife on the end. Oh, interesting. I, I didn't know that. Um, I just, I think it's crazy to me though, that this company keeps getting hired. Like what's the next tragedy that we'll have on our hands? (laughs) I, I mean, thank God it, this wasn't more tragic, you know, but I'm also like, what events are you people going to? Because let me, I, I, I feel like I go to like the grocery store and I get frisked these days. Like, and every time I, every time I go to an event, like they literally, they want to see, I bring like the tiniest little bag. I thought you can only have a clear bag these days everywhere you Mm go. And I'm like, I'm like, it's my phone and they make me like open it up. And you know, I'm like, you want to see my tampon? Like, I don't know. It's so, it's, it's like, what events are these people going to? This shit keeps happening because I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm being profiled. It's weird because I've never had this experience where they're just like, go ahead. Oh my God. I mean, yeah, this is, to me, this is just wild. And I think it's just funny. And if anything, I, yeah, it's just 
for me, the overall thing is comedic because we would think from the first fuck up that they would like button their, their policies and procedures up. Nope. Nope. Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad. I'm interested to see if they continue to maintain these contracts, if they get canceled, if there are new protocols put in place. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't want to go to an event though, knowing that like guns and shit and riots and whatever are a thing. Mm -mm. But that's, that's interesting. Yeah. So it's just funny. Okay. Well, uh, last but not least, um, our final article for the day before we um, go on about our days, um, Kim Cattrall finally gave her unfiltered thoughts on And Just Like That and addressed Sarah Jessica Parker's comments about not wanting her on the show. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, three. Sorry, that's me. <laughs> that's you. And we're on my job. Can you imagine if I was if I was like this in my in my actual job? Uh, although I probably am. I'm always the one who's no, like, "Oops, sorry." Oopsie. Um, Maybe. <laughs> so okay, we're on the clock. Um, right. Yeah, I read this article. I think it came out about a week ago. I think, and basically, Kim said she's like not a fan. She was just like the the script for and just like that was basically what the third. Movie the third movie, yeah, was supposed to be. Although, did you read that? I guess in the original script for the third movie, they wanted there to be some like sketchy scene where Brady sends Samantha sends. like nudies. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Which is I like, I don't blame her for not wanting to be a part of that. You know what? I think the more I think about it, I kind of agree with Kim that if she said like, that's it. Like I, I have played this character and I played her well. And I just, because the second movie, let's be real. I felt like they hammed up the tropes to almost like a disrespectful degree. You know what I mean? Um, and I just, I, there was a part of me at first that was really sad that she wasn't coming on to him just like that. But Mm -hmm. I just, when I think about it, like knowing how much the show at the beginning, I thought that they really butchered the concept of sex in the city. I'm kind of glad they they didn't bring her on because how would they have butchered her character in this revival? And so there's a part of me that's just like, I'm actually kind of glad that I still have that image and like perception and narrative of who Samantha yeah. was. And then they didn't have the time or the resources or capacity or didn't have her as an actress to really kill the character in a way that like a lot of viewers and fans would have probably been upset with. So, well, I mean, she literally, didn't she mention like, just kill me off. Yeah, or she thought basically. they were going to add her or something. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She was just like, I don't understand why they have the text thing. She's like, I'm never coming back. So like, why wouldn't they have just killed me off? I was like, okay. Well, I mean, damn. I think the only thing that could have upset people more would have been killing Samantha off. Like, look, let us live in ignorance. Let us believe That's that true. maybe one day she'll be funny as fuck again. I don't know. Like, let's, let, let us just believe it. Um, suspension of reality. But yeah, no, I agree. I think good for her. I When I read that that was like the arc they were going to, or the character development that, that Samantha was going to have, uh, no. No. Yeah, Ew. Too much. Way too much. That's so fucking creepy. I hate that. I and mean, can you imagine like, I feel like that would have damaged her as a person external to the show. Oh, yeah. Because people are stupid 100%. and people associate. You know? Well, it's not just that too. It's like if you've built this character for so long, it just becomes part of it. People start to like typecast you too, right? So yeah. 
Imagine the typecasting she would like then get into if that were part of her storyline. Strange. Very strange. No, I'm with you. Um, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. We support you, Kim, but get your ass on something else and be funny because I need, I need like the Samantha isms. Samantha in London. Like that's, that's what, but I don't think she wants to be Samantha anymore. That's the thing, right? That's the point. She's like, I'm done with Samantha. It's not just sex and city. It's, it's, she's done with the character. Yeah. No, I agree. Okay, so, fine, fine. Respect fine. it. Well, we have you in our memories forever and always. We can always watch the the. We can always watch Sex in the City and, and remember the good old days. We'll give you that. That's kid. literally what I watch. That's what I watch I on say. HBO because I'm like bored. I hate everything else. Everything is so damn depressing these days. I'm like, I don't need to hear about serial killers. I don't need to hear about like. It's really sad. I don't need to hear about how the climate is. Literally, yeah. or the earth is fucked. I don't need to hear about any of these things. So just watch the Sex world and City. is ending. Um, on that positive <laughs> note, though, the blue dot is ending. Blue dot. Yeah. <laughs> um, but oh, yeah, thank you. you so much for thank you so much for joining. I miss you, and I, I cannot wait to hear too. more about it. Um, for our listeners, Maddie should be back stateside in the next weekish, right? Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, just one antigen test away. (laughs) That's what it is. Girl, you better knock on wood. You better make sure that you drink your OJ and shit. Um, all my supplements, my new (laughs) shit. Take your supplements. (laughs) Um, but yeah, thank you. We love you. Enjoy your Egyptian tea. Um, Uh, have fun tonight. Go rage because when you get back oh. here, it's back to 10 p.m. bedtimes, my friend. Oh, I know. Got to get back on that that train, that fitness train, that sleep train, <laughs> <laughs> all <Ooh>. of that. <laughs> yeah. all well, right. I love well, you. And we'll see y'all next week. See you next week. Ciao. Ciao. So there you have it. Thank you so much for joining us again on The Basic in the Brain. Be sure to join us next week for our next spin on intellectualizing our basic bitch interests. Be sure to join us and don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tweet us at Basic and Brain and follow us at The Basic in the Brain on Instagram. Give us feedback. Tell us what you love, what you don't love. Tell us what topics you'd like for us to cover. And we'll talk to you all later. <laughs> <laughs>